1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise podcast. Has it been that long already? The new bear season is upon us. So it's time for the Bears podcast and with us as always. Is this your third year? This year, three? third year,
0: 30 year. Yes, yeah, coming up on my contract extension, so save up those pennies.
1: Uh, Pennies—that's what I'm saving. Um, <laughs> actor, comedian, Mike Pusateri. Uh, Mike, how are you? How are you?
0: I'm doing great. I'm greeting you from the from the Western White House here in uh, sunny and very very hot Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, anybody who follows you on on uh, Twitter, we we know that's where you're at. You gave us seems like you- updates every fifteen minutes. To, as to where you were. <laughs>
0: yes, I'm sure they were very entertaining. I, I, I it amused myself. Wait, where There's is no he one. going? Oh, he's going uh,
1: to California? He hasn't mentioned it. I'm shocked. Sure. <laughs> well, how's the weather out there? Because it's, uh, yep. it's... We have LA weather here today. It's like 74 yeah, no, it, degrees and sunny. It's beautiful.
0: This is one of these weird times where the weather in Chicago is actually better because here we're in the midst of this like incredible heat wave right now. So. It's oh, like that's a, right. He,
1: are you at any risk of your power going out during the podcast? I saw that yeah, there Gavin may be, Newsom has yeah. is issued a warning. If I we got out special it's just... dispensation, right? Cause like, I'm doing a Bears podcast, Gavin. You got to wait.
0: I said, Gavin, ain't no rolling blackouts, please. I got a podcast to do here, so we're, we'll be good because right. Gavin and I are tight. But yeah, Phew. yeah,
1: That's yeah, good. I'm glad you got an end with a gov.
0: Yeah, we're all, we're all set. No worries. He's a big fan of the podcast, as you can imagine.
1: Uh, so as always, uh, you fans of the podcast find the podcast and the newsletter, and uh, the t-shirt shop. There's a new t-shirt in the shop. I, you know, if for those of you who listen to remember this crap, you can actually buy a version of the first jersey I ever owned. I'm sure, I, I already I, I alerted the people at Spreadshirt. You better stock up. You know how stock when uh, when obvious shirts has the 120 clock shirt and it sells mm-hmm. out in minutes. Right. I'm sure the the Bears 35 Andy shirt sell it just as fast wait did i say bears it's not it's not not a bear shirt no it's just a it could be any football team that has the exact same numerical font as the chicago bears
0: and is orange and blue who's gonna know
1: that's right who's gonna know yeah uh so mike where can uh where people keep track of uh, what you're up to
0: uh you can find me on the instagram at i am mike pusatari and on the twitter now if you're going to join twitter you will not have seen the uh the the diary of my trip west <laughs> well, well that's like. probably a
1: reason there's people signing up for twitter today right just now for that yeah they've read yeah. an account before like you know what
0: <laughs> search the timeline folks uh at mike pusatari
1: did you uh did you how is do you have to like so you tweet and then you have to like create the same tweet for truth social isn't that kind of a pain to have to well is there a way to merge you know just have the have the content automatically go over so people can retruth you
0: Listen, I think you know. Uh, Truth Social is obviously where everything originates. So <laughs> everything else is just a, a, a pale, co- you know, weak copy of what what goes on True Social.
1: So uh, the the reason you head to L.A. this time of year is it, uh, is it casting season? Pilot season? You got to be out there oh, so you if, can get if you, you want know? to
0: get in epi- No, pilot season is starts in January. Now this is what we call episodic season. Oh, so we're in episodic season
1: right now. Yes. So this is for established shows that are looking for people. Is that right? This is
0: the this is the right. This is the this all your all your shows that are you know they all uh, debut again in the fall in September and then they run you know until you know May or so. So now that's all those shows are casting uh, weekly. So we call that episodic season. Yeah.
1: So we expect to see you on uh, pop up on uh, say Abbott Elementary like uh episode episode 5 this year.
0: Yeah well, start, you know start
1: your run as the as the new assistant principal.
0: Anything is possible. Well, we will keep you posted. Okay. On here on the podcast. The listeners of the podcast will be first to know or tenth to know something. But you'll know it's So this
1: is this is ostensibly the Chicago Bears podcast and the Bears actually have a game, a real one, scheduled for a Sunday against the mm-hmm. San Francisco 49ers. Uh, it's going to be a matchup of uh, two first-round draft pick quarterbacks from last year, Trey Lance and Justin Fields, and uh, Darnell Mooney is talking smack for Justin Fields, basically saying, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make the Niners pay for drafting Trey instead of Justin."
0: Yeah, terrific. Yeah, With like,
1: the... <laughs> like Nick Bosa is gonna be chasing me around, not you. So, he's also
0: saying, hey we're gonna open up that we're gonna open up that playbook from yeah. our three to four plays
1: right. he's given given his own coordinator shit for not right but why would you run you don't run the good stuff in the preseason no and no. I think it just shows how good this Bears team is They ran the same three plays over and over again with three and zero.
0: see the there you go I was gonna say do, do the Bears have good stuff? I guess we'll find out soon enough let's please discount the the preseason for you know Record here we go. There's there's, already a lot of false hope, you know, being raised because uh,
1: there's two ways you can look at it. Okay, the uh, the Baltimore Ravens, who are perennially a playoff team, they take preseason more seriously than anybody else. They have won 22 preseason games in a row, almost, Mm -hmm. almost. Well, I guess a little more than seven full preseasons of undefeated football. And then there's also the fact that the 0 16 Lions went undefeated in the preseason that year.
0: The 1985 Bears went 0 4 in the preseason. So, yes, but do the Ravens apply the hits principle? So perhaps well, nobody, that's
1: their. <laughs> nobody does. Well, the Colts used to, right? But only half the you know, team. We're... Only half. Only to have to. half the team. You know, he wasn't. Yeah. He couldn't get that. He couldn't get the. He couldn't get Carson Wentz to run the hits principle.
0: God no. He's like
1: I'm not listening to you. I listen to this, this other. Guy. I don't even know what they listen to. That other guy. Yeah. Frank Reich. I guess that's why i listen to. Uh yeah, I mean, there's uh, – I will say this for the Bears in the preseason. It was, I thought, very um, – I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. Very evident mm. that this is a much better organized football operation than the Matt Nagy monkey fucking of football that we watched for four years. Well, Nagy didn't even – the preseason like, I'm not getting anybody hurt.
0: Yeah, you're also not getting anybody
1: ready. That's kind of the problem. Right, right. Um, The Bears did little things in the preseason that a real competent football team does. Like, they they successfully uh, thwarted a possible replay challenge by hustling and getting to the line and getting a playoff against Mm -hmm. Seattle. Well, Pete Carroll's going to chewing his gum a thousand miles an hour and staring at the scoreboard, and all of a sudden the Bears had run a play. He didn't get to challenge it. Twice, right. Justin Fields uh, on um, I think it was a fourth and short and a third and short drew the opposition off sides.
0: Right, right.
1: That shit never happened under the old under the visor. That happened to them constantly,
0: all the time. Never yeah. happened
1: for them. Now, does that make a bad team good? No, it doesn't. But it's a um, you'd rather have an organized bad team than a disorganized bad team.
0: Well, we there's not a lot we know about this. Bears. We know a few things. One, they've got a, a handful of established or young, you know, players that you think are going to be part of the future. You've got your Justin Fields, is your Cole Komets, your Mooney's, these these sorts of guys. Then you got a ton of young guys, and we have no expectations for this team. So you're going to expect a lot of young guys are playing. You know, that means they're going to at least play hard. Let's at least hope they're interesting to watch, because we're not going to be sitting here talking about any kind of a playoff run or anything anywhere near that. And, I mean, they're in their honeymoon phase too. You know, I was thinking as bad, as horrible as the Nagy era turned out to be. I mean, that first season was was good. Yeah. And if Cody Parkey doesn't double-doink, Matt Nagy might still be the coach. I mean, the entire trajectory of that franchise may have been a little bit different if they win that playoff game. You know who knows what's going to happen. So we're all feeling good about the new regime. There's reasons to feel good about it, but it's also like that first year in Nagy was pretty good too. And I think we're all pro- at the end of that year, we were all feeling pretty good too, and that ended up as a as a monkeypox COVID shit show. <laughs> so
1: yeah, I mean, I think what we're what we're looking for is like I just I've written it a couple of times. I just want the offense to be fun. Just be fun. Just you know, just don't be th- don't be three hitches and a punt every yeah. time. Because runs was definitely ooh.
0: Yeah, um, don't be the Bears version of playing of starting Jason Hayward. You know, yeah, or or, or now is alfonso Rivas. Play, play the young guys. Play the guys who are. Who you need to find out? Are they going to be part of this franchise going forward or not? You've got a handful of guys we know about, but mostly you don't.
1: Yeah. The the good news is, uh, other than my favorite player, big play Bob Quinn and Cody Whitehair, is there anybody that's not young?
0: Well, yeah, the MVP of the league is is not young. But
1: Cairo's ageless. <laughs> kicker, he's going to kick till but, he's seventy. Uh let's hope so. So yeah, he's yeah. That would be funny if they're like, "Well, no, we're uh, we're going to bench Cairo this week. We want to take a look at a younger kicker.
0: <laughs> be we're terrific. trying to get
1: younger there. Like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Why, why would why would you do that? Um, yeah, there's already uh, there's already offensive line intrigue. Um, the offensive line seemed like it was set at uh, Larry Borum mm-hmm. at right tackle, Tevin Jenkins at right guard. Sam Mustafer at center, Cody Whitehair at uh, left guard, and um, Ricky Braxton Jones yes, at left tackle. And uh, Lucas Patrick, they're the only offensive lineman they've spent any money on in the offseason until they signed Riley Reef on the second-to-last day or whatever, uh, had screwed up his hand, and he's back. But they're not sure mm-hmm. he's, that he's going to be able to snap a football. So he might play <laughs> guard, which I guess right. means – Tevin gets jerked around again.
0: It seems so strange.
1: Yeah. It's like, I get it. Patrick is, they think yeah. probably their best offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, maybe they could just, remember the year that they uh, were like right before, like literally the week they signed, they signed Josh Sitton. The Packers had, uns- had shocked the world. They cut him. Pro Bowl <laughs> guard gets cut. Bears right. go and get him. So then they, they, it, it, turns into this variety of moves where uh, they take Kyle Long and, like, okay, you're a tackle now. Mm-hmm. And, Cody, have you ever been center before? No. Well, on Sunday, you're going to be the center, so you better learn how to do it. Maybe, let's do that, maybe they'll do that to Tevin. Now, Tevin, I know you've only been playing guard for a couple of weeks. How's center? It's the same thing. <laughs> you just shove the ball between your, up right to your nuts uh, about, it's to not 80, about 80 times a game. It's pretty much the same thing.
0: It's not that hard. Tell him, watch It's incredibly hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, uh, that Josh Sitton thing. The Bears signed him, and then were shocked after, like, week two when he threw his back out forever. It's like, yeah. why do you think the Packers cut him?
0: There's a reason. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. They look and around and go, well, oh, we just got too many good linemen. We're just going to this Pro Bowler just cut him.
0: Well, you have to worry about some of these Bears acquisitions are, along, are in that mold, right? Oh, I can't believe this. You know, the... Las Vegas cut this guy. We can pick him up, and the, oh, the Vikings cut this receiver. We can grab him. It's a little—I uh, don't know.
1: Well, and that's kind of a—I mean it, that the Amir Smith Marset pickup uh, was fine, but mm-hmm. it's it's a window into just how talent void devoid this roster is. Where the guy that the Vikings are like, well, let's let's put him on the practice squad. Well, we might lose him. Well, who gives a shit? And right. they lose him, and then the, he's probably, like, the Bears' second or third best waders. <laughs> yeah, <You're right, sorry. laughs> Yeah. Bears are like, hot oh, damn, really?
0: Yes. But you he's know. Number seven with the Vikings, our number two guy.
1: Right. Uh, you know, a little dumpster diving never hurt anybody. Yeah. I felt a little better about the Alex Leatherwood uh, signing mm-hmm. when uh, Mitchell Schwartz, uh, not from Spaceballs. Mm. Um. Damn former offensive lineman for the uh, Kansas city chiefs had mm-hmm. done a extensive look at how the Raiders in his mind, he thought were fucking up Alex Leatherwood. This was before they <laughs> basically saying, all right, here are the things he did well at Alabama and here are the things, the Raiders even last year. And now he's, he really thought that when they switched coaches to Josh McDaniels, that well they'll That's... find a better way to use this guy, it's like, they, yeah. they don't, it's, it's like taking a guy, and you're like, okay, we know you don't do any of this well, but that's all we're going to ask you to do is the stuff that you suck at. Right. It doesn't mean he's cool. going to be any good. And the Bears, people were like, Mike Lombardi threw a fit. No, the Bears are the only team that claimed him. they got to pay him $6 million. It's like, have you seen? They're they're rolling in cap money over there. Yeah. If
0: if nothing else, they are rolling they, in cap money.
1: They used it to their advantage. They're basically like, look, we guarantee we're going to get this guy because we're just going to pay it. And if he sucks, this not gonna he's going to be gone, and i got to pay yeah. him next year.
0: Right. I mean, by that's the way, the thing, is, is,
1: this roster is going to churn week oh, to week?
0: It's probably turned over twelve times since we've been talking. But by the way, is Alabama generally considered a good college football
1: program? I don't know. Have they ever? Have they ever? Do they ever win anything? I don't. I, I don't it
0: feels like they're always like in that you know six and five range.
1: And I don't think Nick Saban – nobody seems to think Nick Saban knows what he's doing. No, he's not
0: even that good. Why would, so you want, mean, why
1: would you want to take a chance on a second year or third year? Yeah. Third year Outland Trophy winner? No. Right. He was a stupid. stud.
0: He was a stud at Alabama. So maybe there's some talent there.
1: Yeah. And if there's not, what did you lose?
0: Nothing. You lose nothing. Nothing. You lose – particularly with this year. there's not, You're you're not playing for anything. There's no expect- – you're in your honeymoon phase. There's no expectations. None of us – hold out the slightest hope that the bears are going to make a playoff run so why not see what you got take some flyers play a lot of young guys i mean the thing about playing young guys they, they will eat up the hit you know the eber mm-hmm. shit the hits principle and all that all that rah-rah shit the, the, the young guys will eat that up uh will older guys eat that up i don't know we'll see but the young guys are certainly gonna eat it up
1: uh so i can't remember where jalen johnson was getting interviewed about he got to ask about the hits principle yeah, He was not, he's, he admitted, he said, "When I, I rolled my eyes when they explained it to us. Mm-hmm. Like, really, do you really have to do this? And he said, I, by the f- fourth or fifth practice, it's it just becomes second nature. And they're like, well, what, hap- what do you do? He said, well, you get your ass chewed if you don't hustle. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what he said. You get tired right. of getting your ass chewed, and then you just start to hustle, and you realize it's not really that hard to do that.
0: Yeah, just basically hustle.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Basically, the whole idea is the more, especially on defense, the more bodies you have around the ball. If it comes out, it's more likely you're going to get it. If it, if a guy breaks a tackle, it's more likely that this, there's going to be somebody there. It's right. It's the simple stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. The whole defense is um, very Lovey-esque. Yeah. They do a lot of Lovey stuff. Like they 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 do the stuff, and Iberflus admitted that he stole some of it from. Lovey. when he was a young assistant he went to and he was a college assistant he went to training camp and watched the rams when lovey was the defensive coordinator and some of the stuff stuck with him like why wouldn't you in practice every time there's a ball on the field the defensive guy should pick it up and run with it right. what's it ever going to hurt you in a game if you pick up a ball and it's dead you mm-hmm. just have to turn around and hand it to the ref right and um you know, for all the people who thought it well, was a big deal, I mean, the year, of course, the year Lovey leaves, the Bears lose a chance to go to the playoffs because their entire team let a ball just lay on the field against the Packers until the Packers right. picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown. Yep.
0: So, yeah, and that, and that, stuff, look, that stuff's going to work with young guys. There's a lot of young guys on this team, a lot of guys who are hoping to have a career in the NFL. You know, effort should not be, is not going to be a problem with this team. It, if it is, there's something really wrong. Yep. So, I mean, yeah.
1: uh, I mean, effort effort should be the should be the minimum. I mean, we people can't yep. the David Ross defenders can't tell oh, you enough how God. it proves he's a good manager because the Cubs are still playing hard at the end of a terrible season. So it's ridiculous. Like, That's great, but honestly, I know it's not. But that should be the given. It's the sign yep. that you've lost the team when they stop hustling it's not the sign that you're a genius because they are and the cubs are similar there's a lot of yes they're full of young guys or i mean are you got like big poopy who Mm -hmm. is trying to salvage his career of course they're gonna bust their ass and they should right it's stupid not to
0: well is wilson Contreras never not gonna play hard i mean come on it's so ridiculous. It's so already. By the way, if we're talking about that, I've never seen anybody play less hard than Angelton Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was waiting for a bus, standing on the end He couldn't care less. Oh,
1: he's just—he just smooth. It just doesn't look like he. Wait, no, he's not playing hard. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Wilson, I hope uh, I hope the the Bears aren't consulting with Cubs trainers very much. So Wilson, we all saw sprain his ankle very badly in the Field of Dreams game.
0: A month ago. When was
1: the Field of Dreams game? We did the Field of Dreams podcast. It was a long time ago. He <laughs> went on the injured it, yeah. list today
0: with That's that amazing. injury.
1: It's it's like,
0: a month. It's almost a month. That's incredible.
1: <sighs> well, it comes down to wait and see if they got back into the pennant race, And they almost did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you know, they won five series in a row yeah. there for a while. They were great. Very and simple. then they ran into the simple. Cardinals, who just kept beating them about the head and shoulders repeatedly. Yeah. And that was the end of that shit. Yeah. Insane.
0: So, yeah, this team's going to play hard. No doubt about that. And if not, you know, the guys will literally be replaced before the next game because Poles has shown no uh, hesitation for, her for churning this roster over and over. And that's fine. That should be his right
1: approach. It is funny. In the, in the NFL, more than other sports, um, you'll be like, when your team is not good, it's not that unusual that you sit down on Sunday and start watching them and someone is running around the field and you're like, who is that? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they signed him Friday. <laughs> and he's playing? Like, yeah, right. he's playing. It's like, oh, right. I didn't know that. When did we get this guy? Who is this guy? Did a fan run <laughs> onto the field? No, he's right. one of the players, really? Oh, Well, good for him.
0: How did he, how did he perform at Myrtle Beach?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm so good at this. I should probably write some of this stuff down. Somebody posted uh, the Bears practice squad. You know, the six, they're, six, they're up to 16 now. That's a, a COVID legacy. They doubled the size of the practice squad. And the, the salaries of the guys on the practice squad. And the Bears have the highest paid practice squad in the league. However, someone else pointed go. out, yeah, they're the highest paid. You're You're showing their salaries if they were on the active roster. You don't make that on the practice squad. You do make the longer you've been in the league, the more you make on the practice squad, but you don't like Nathan Peterman, the great Nathan Peterman, the great, um, who may be in danger of losing his job. I don't know if you heard that the bears brought in a former, uh, Packer backup, Kurt Beckert, Benkert, 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 not Kurt Beckert, Benkert. I get that name wrong. Um, and he worked out, he might, he, he could be the, the emergency third quarterback.
0: Wow. How exciting.
1: Um, like, he doesn't make three hundred grand. He makes like sixty grand being on the practice squad. Yeah, right. Um, Two hats and a cot Yeah. But it's funny. I think the a collective. I think the average age of the Bears practice squad is older than their roster. It's like that's <laughs> that's where they're keeping the old guys. Yeah. And eight of them every week you get to protect. Because the way the practice squad works is you can grab somebody off the other team's practice squad and put him on your active roster, and they have to let him go. Right. But not. The Bears have eight that they can – every team has eight guys now. They can say, no, we're – we don't want him to go actually be on a real roster and get to play. He's, <laughs> right. he's in our yeah. weird limbo.
0: It's a big part of our future, yeah.
1: The other thing I've never understood is the fact that you have 53 guys on your roster, mm-hmm. and then minutes – I don't know, not minutes, a couple hours before game time, you tell seven of them you, don't, you can't play today. Makes no sense like just why can't you just have the all 53 of them active right the reasoning way back in the day when they started to do that was too many substitutions cool. who cares
0: yeah it doesn't are matter it doesn't like, the game down. Guy, every
1: play three guys run on the field and three guys run off i can't keep i'm trying to keep score here are yeah. you what's that what is i don't even know what that means right
0: there's a play clock it doesn't matter yeah.
1: And I thought the whole idea – so for player safety, they'll have the guys run around and practice with pillows on there on top of the t- – t- t- tape to their helmets. Right. But in the game, they take se- they take seven of your active players and like, okay, no, those guys can't play. No. They can't play today. You hit your head you – know. you're, you're either going to play a man short or they're dragging your ass back out on the field. Right,
0: right. It, it's pretty ridiculous because, you know, NFL football is a particularly violent game. <laughs> so – if guys are getting banged up on literally every single play, you just hope most of them are able to continue to play the entire game. But, yeah, there's plenty of guys who we think, maybe you want to sit this one out here, uh, Coach.
1: I wondered if – you think maybe Dick Stockton is the reason for that rule?
0: Dick Stock. He's like
1: He's like, I can't memorize all these names. Uh, <laughs> you got, Take, four, take uh, 14 of them and just don't don't let them play. You're going to call all oh. them Adolfo Soriano anyway, Dick. What does it mean? What does it matter? Right.
0: The Dick Stock rule, we call that.
1: Dick Stock rule. Oh, well, that reminds me. I don't know who the. Uh, do we know who the announcers are?
0: No, oh, it must be there. Bears?
1: Is it even? Do we even know what channel it's on?
0: Well, we you know we know.
1: Oh uh, yes, we do. It's on Fox, and it is uh, Mr. World Series himself, Joe Davis.
0: Oh, Joe Davis, my god
1: And uh, this is a little underwhelming. Moose Johnston.
0: Oh, the Moose.
1: Why is he still?
0: <laughs> the Moose.
1: <laughs> so what is that? It's the Fox third team.
0: Because of the Niners, yeah, I guess.
1: Well, yeah, San Francisco, Chicago—they get some relatively big markets. They're going to—they're mm-hmm. going to give you the. Well, you're not getting the best guys. You're getting—you're getting some guys yeah. though. Yeah. So defensively, um, the Bears spent three of their 11 draft picks on defensive backs. First Mm -hmm. two picks, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Keller Gordon and and Jaquan Brisker. And then Elijah Hicks later in the draft. And uh, Elijah looked good. So it's like, hey, maybe they found three good defensive backs. Even with all that, one of your starting cornerbacks, Kendall Vildor. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Terrific
1: I'm sure maybe he's just He's just been waiting for the Maybe the hits philosophy will unlock, Yeah, yeah. Will unlock Maybe Kendall. he's
0: better now Right
1: I think I have an idea The nine times that the Niners actually let, um, let uh, What's his name um, Let Trey throw will all be at Kendallville door
0: Probably You would think
1: Bears might yeah. want to like change his number Play to play Can you do that? <laughs> and just swap Why not? I can't find it. What number is he now? <laughs> um. Yeah, and uh, another thing that amused me <laughs> is that, you know, it's training camp. You spend all this time. You play all those preseason games. And um, Bears starting linebacking core, uh, free agent signing Nicholas Morrow. Right. Who played in the preseason. Roquan, who didn't. And Frank. Sterling Weatherford, who played in the preseason for the Colts. <laughs> that's how much it meant. It's like oh okay, we yeah. just signed this guy. Uh yeah, he's going to be starting now. What he's gonna what? Yeah. And it's a big flex from Sterling Weatherford. What number do you think he took? It's a famous Bears linebacker number.
0: Oh, did he take uh did he take fifty?
1: Fifty. A lot to live up that's,
0: to. That's um, a big flex, Is right, yeah. Okay. Okay, Singletary Jr., let's see.
1: Uh, Everybody's favorite uh, special teams uh, ace now, Jack Sanborn. Did you get your 57 Sanborn jersey? you ordered that? Uh,
0: I thought it was a Tom Thayer jersey. See, I got screwed. I messed up.
1: There's way too many Wisconsin alums in Chicago media. And they are all excited about Jack Sanborn. It's like that's great. He's yeah, like we don't need to be excited. He's a slow white linebacker. We've we've seen him come. We've seen him go. They take a while to go because they're slow. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And so here's a weird thing. This has nothing to do with. Well, it kind of has something to do with the Bears. You know, they changed. They freed up. uh, It used to be the NFL was very rigid about numbers.
0: Mm -hmm. You you could certain
1: positions could only wear certain numbers, and now they've kind of thrown that out. Well. The uh, Vaughn Miller is wearing 40 for the Buffalo Bills. That's what he wore with the Rams when he got traded over there. Okay. And uh, somebody noticed that the uh, Bills have him listed at linebacker instead of defensive end. And they asked mm. why. And they said, well, he they, we have to because uh, he's wearing number 40. It's like, I don't think that was a thing anymore. I think the Bills yeah, right. are just like the, they're the old guy who hands out the numbers. He's like, we can't do that. It's like, well, actually, you can. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So the offense, uh, the it's Luke Getze is our uh, is the new offensive coordinator. He's our savior. Spent uh, spent a few years as the quarterback coach of the Green Bay Packers. Right. Got to call uh, got to call plays in the preseason, so he's used to that. Sure. He has to call plays in this preseason. Do you wonder if he? I think he just called the same three plays for the Bears that he used to call for the Packers.
0: <laughs> oh, it's probably right.
1: And. Uh, the Bears are running. In effect, um, do you remember the great? You remember the great movie Multipli- Multiplicity? Yeah, one of the best. With, the great oh, Michael Keaton. With Michael Keaton, and remember when uh, number two, um, I think it was number two that did this, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Number two. Uh,
1: number <laughs> one. Number one shows up, and there's a nuke. There's a new clone. Yeah. And he's like, "Where did we get him?" And he's like, "Well, you know how when you make a copy of a copy, it's not quite as sharp."
0: Quite a sharp,
1: yeah. yeah. And that's the guy who call everybody Steve. Hey, Steve. <laughs> so the Bears are running the Kyle Shanahan offense mm-hmm. that is also run by Sean McVay mm-hmm. and was also run then by Matt LaFleur. Mm-hmm. And this is, so this is the copy of a copy of a copy of the Kyle Shanahan offense. This is like a fourth... So Fourth hand me down of the original offense.
0: So we should call it the Steve, the, the Steve it's offense. The Steve.
1: They're running the Steve. That should just be there, like
0: they're running the Steve. Yeah, that'd be great.
1: Well, you know how like Peyton Manning has the Omaha, yeah, and the Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has Blue eighty, yeah, Steve. That's the just, the that's Steve. what just feels Steve. good, deal. right? And all but that all that him. signifies is the the next the next thing after the Steve is the real. You can ignore all the other bullshit. That's all Omaha ever met. Haynes yeah. up there waving around, yelling, doing all whatever, and yeah. the lineman didn't have to pay any attention until he yelled "Omaha." And then once he yelled "Omaha," then the next thing he said was the was the audible, Report. or he was just snapping the ball. So they could yeah. just Steve. They'll just yell. Yeah, at I think it's the probably Bears good the... to have a one syllable word. I, I think most of so. people, most of the guys will just miss in the crowd noise. Then, right.
0: The Bears were in the forty six defense and the Steve offense. There you go. How about that?
1: I remember stage. in um, in when we playing high school football. Uh, we didn't have a lot of audibles. But we had a couple, and on defense, um, we uh, what was our what was the actual audible? I can't remember. It was a three syllable word, mm-hmm. and um, we had to come up with a new one for a playoff game. And I don't know why, but somebody suggested.
0: Wait, why did you? Because you were afraid that uh, it had been scouted.
1: No, there was a different there was a different defensive we were gonna to shift to a different defense. We had to come up with a new name so oh, we didn't shift into the I other one. Okay. Somebody suggested hurricane. And our head coach okay. said, No no no, that's too many syllables. <laughs> and we're like, like uh, hurricane. Coach. coach, it's the same as the hey, other which might have been uh, Tornado. I don't know what it was. I forget what it, it might have been Tornado. I forget what it was. But I always remember that. It was the, oh, that's too many syllables. Is it? That's beautiful. And then he's like, well, it's too many letters. It's like, well, we're not spelling it on the field. It's not it's H- a spell, it's not H- a spelling U. big cards. Now, if if we'd have known the hits principle was going to be big, we would have just see. come with hits. Right. But we didn't know that.
0: Because that makes complete sense.
1: <sighs> so offensively, one of the exciting things is that uh, for the first time, all year, Justin Fields gonna have all of his weapons. All the off- all the receivers practiced this week. Oh boy. And I was actually wrong today in my, or uh, uh, recording this on uh, Tuesday. So, uh, a Tuesday's column, I did a little. I went, I took all the position groups, and I ranked them. And I ranked right. the wide receivers very poorly. And I said they only got five of them. They have six. I forgot Dante Pettis.
0: Oh, how could you forget Dante Pettis?
1: Do you know who Dante Pettis' dad is? mr pettis it's former former texas ranger gold glove center fielder and current houston astros third base coach gary pettis really it is look at that forgot it yeah. but uh justin's got all the guy and a new guy he's even got he's got you know he's got amir smith marset right when has it ever gone wrong adding an iowa wide receiver
0: the only good Iowa wide receiver now plays for Purdue, Charlie Jones. But yeah, other than that, there are not any good Iowa receivers.
1: Charlie Jones? He's gotta be in his nineties.
0: Right? <laughs> I think I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, some might call him a future draft king.
1: Oh, look at that. Look at <laughs> that is suave. I appreciate it. how I did
0: that? You see how I did that? Yeah.
1: Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here, and DraftKings, a casino queen sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by ten, at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. You think the Bears can get it by ten at any point over the Niners? I do not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Pointless. What's the promo code?
0: It's Pointless, I believe.
1: Pointless to get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly when you place a five dollar bet this Sunday. That's code POINTLESS. Only at DraftKings, a casino queen sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. 21 and older, Illinois only. Bonus issued as is free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash footballterms. And now, because this is – here's a little special – here's a special bonus. Oh, boy. Um, the promotion that I read last week still applies because it's for the Thursday night game. So depending on when you're listening to this, if the, um, if the Bills and – what is it, Bills and Rams? Sure, first game? let's go with that. Yeah. That sounds right. Uh, in that one, if you uh, – that one, they have the same deal about um, in the early win promotion, but in that game, it's just seven points. Oh, so see, there you pick go. Either you can pick either the Rams or the bills. I pick the bills. Um, and even if the Rams win, if the bills are up seven at any point, I win.
0: I like that. I like that. Yes. I find it ironic that the code for your, the DraftKings is
1: pointless. It's, it's funny because, uh, last year they did a series <laughs> of ads with us and, um, they asked me what I wanted to use as the code. And I said, yeah. Well, we should use exercise because you guys don't want the promo code to be pointless. <laughs> right. And this year they're like, Well, we used exercise last year. Let's use pointless.
0: Uh, all right, okay. You okay, fine. And
1: I'm like, okay, you guys know yeah. better than me.
0: Right. <sighs> Always go with the under.
1: Uh I should have been on I should have been on Scott Van Pelt's uh Sports Center after the LSU Florida State game.
0: Oh, how great was that!
1: The over was fifty and a half, and DraftKings had a uh, deal where you had a free college bet. You had to bet more than ten bucks, mm-hmm. and if if it if it lost, they just credited the ten bucks back. So I threw some money in there, and I took the over, mm-hmm. and the game <laughs> nobody scored forever, and right. I kind of gave up on it I, was, I had the game on kind of in the background and I'm looking up and all of a sudden there's a flurry of points uh, in the second half and um, it all of a sudden um, the fighting Brian Kellys are driving down the field
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if they score they're going to if they score and kick the extra point they're going <laughs> to tie the game at 24 it's going to go right. to overtime and then I'm going to win because You're
0: gonna get your fifty-one, yeah. At the least, happy somebody's gonna
1: kick a field goal, right? And that's gonna be fifty-one, and I'm gonna win. So I'm like, <laughs> well, Ryan Kelly's a shitbag, bag, and I, I, he might as well lose in overtime. He might as well win me some money, and then he can lose in overtime.
0: Everybody's happy that way.
1: So there was the whole thing where um, Jason Taylor's kid that plays tight end for um, for the Ram or for the Rams for LSU. <laughs> <laughs> they look like the Rams, yeah. kind
0: of um, right. LSU might have a bigger payroll, but yeah,
1: he catches the ball. He tries to score. He realizes he's not gonna. He tries to get out of bounds, and it looks like he gets out of bounds. But on the replay, his knee is down just, just before he get out of bounds with that was a, one second to go in the game. And I'm, was like, oh, is I'm was a... lose, him, like, oh, this is how I'm gonna lose because Florida State challenged. I'm like, oh, this I'm gonna lose. You know, right. they're gonna. It happened. In, it happened to NIU in a bowl game last year where the refs started the clock too soon. Uh, there was right. the same thing. It was like three seconds left. Northern got up to the line. It's like just blow it. And um, one of the um, one of the former Alabama quarterbacks, Greg McElroy, I think was the it uh, was the color analyst with Joe Tessator. And when you get Joe Tess, you know the game's going to be nuts. Right. I mean, he the two things he does. He does crazy mini putt, and he does he does boxing, and he also does crazy college football games. And uh, McElroy says. He's like, well, what we were taught was it, to just get to the line and the, the whistle to start play is the snap count. As soon as the center hears the whistle, the ball's ready to play, it's going to snap it. And you can't be late.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, they're still going to fuck it up. It's, it's LSU. They're going to fuck it up. Right, right. Um, the refs, after a ponderously long review, it took forever, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: um,
1: say, okay, we're basically say, we're going to let them have one more play. They get one more play. Yep. And it's like, oh, so they take their time. And then Florida State calls timeout anyway, so it didn't matter. They didn't even have to hurry up. They right. throw a touchdown pass on the last play. I'm like, oh, look at this. I'm going to win some money. This is nice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Little kicker runs out. McIlroy says, don't forget, they already blocked a field goal. I'm like, It's an extra point. You're not going to get an extra yeah. point block. You can kick that thing straight up in the air. Well, that's really not going to happen. A what is that ever happen? right So he gets blocked, and I lose. And I feel a little bit bad, but not much. I look, I see Brian Kelly, and I'm like, it's worth it. It was completely yeah. worth it. I would have paid ten totally. times as much to watch yes. him have to go through that. So, right. that was fine. So, there's your uh, there's your college football gambling corner. A, regular, a recurring feature on the Bears podcast. Oh, look at that. Outstanding. Outstanding. So, uh, last year... Justin Fields probably had three iconic games. Iconic for the, the Browns game, iconic for all the wrong reasons,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where he was uh, buried under a large pile of brown after every step. Right. right. The Pittsburgh game, where he, uh, if not for a couple of terrible calls by the officials, one on the great Cassius Marsh for actually, actually celebrating a sack another on James Daniels for a uh, block below the uh, block below the knees in the tackle box when he wasn't in the tackle box. Right. Justin Fields had a great second half, and uh, the Bears should have won that game. Right. And his other iconic game was against these 49ers. It was his second start? I think it was the week after the Browns game. First home start. And uh, he had that one play in particular where he – it's funny to watch it and realize, you know, Nagy's celebrating like he really did something. It's like, okay, nothing you drew up worked on nothing. this play. Nobody yeah. blocked. Nobody got open. Your super athletic quarterback ran around and saved your ass and scored a touchdown. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now he's back against the Niners, uh, hopefully with some semblance of an actual game plan and an offense. Um, who do you think is going to score the Bears' first Touchdown! Assuming they score a touchdown, let's assume they score a touchdown against the Niners. Who's yeah. going to score it?
0: I'm going to go with Cole Komet. That's
1: a good guess. That's who uh, I think. That's who I was going to guess.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be a tight end friendly offense, so we'll
1: see. So I'm going to go with uh, Eddie Jackson.
0: Eddie Jackson also finds right.
1: It's funny. I have I have high hopes for Eddie this year. You do. I do. Despite uh, all, and I will give up. Effort. I will abandon them within five minutes of the game if if I see fit. Immediately. Um, I feel like Eddie was Eddie was miscast. Uh, once Vic Fangio left, mm. that uh, first uh, Chuck Pagano and then Sean DeSai uh, foolishly thought that Eddie could just play safety the way a safety is supposed to play it. Yeah. And he, he can't. Cannot. He doesn't really like to tackle. Right. Um, and I think a big part of them getting Jaquan Brisker was Jaquan can handle all the hard shit, and Eddie can just go try to steal the ball.
0: Yeah. And okay.
1: I'm, I'm sticking with that until uh, we see him forget to touch, a, a, you know, when Debo he is was... laying on the ground, and yeah. Eddie walks by <laughs> and looks at him, and Debo gets up and runs 60 more yards for a touchdown. That'll right. be the end of my Eddie of my Eddie Jackson hope, but uh, yes,
0: that would, that would be a proper yeah. end.
1: Yeah, um, no, that looks good. All right, so let's uh, we've got to figure out how many how many games the Bears are going to win. So let's uh, let's do the uh, traditional. Um, we're going to go through the schedule. We're going to figure out wins and losses for the Bears.
0: Right, here we go. Right. Here we go. Right. So uh, Sunday,
1: right. home against the Niners.
0: The Bears, um, uh, you know, Niners, of
1: course. Yeah, that's a loss. 0 one Yeah. Week two, at Green Bay. Bears, oh, oh. At Green Bay?
0: Bears. At Green Bay.
1: Of course. I'm it's saying it Bears. like Lovey. Green Bay. Uh, 0-2. Would it change your mind if I tell you that it's on Sunday Night Football?
0: Oh, it would not. <laughs>
1: God, why do they do that?
0: <laughs> what a horrible game. I That's going to be great. BC.
1: Can they flex out oh, in week oh. two? Can you flex out of games in week two? I don't think you can. I don't think so.
0: It's too early. Yeah. Here we go. Okay.
1: Sunday, September 25th, home against the Houston Texans. L. You're taking. You're giving them a loss against the Texans? I'm giving
0: them a loss. I'm giving them a loss.
1: Wow. New lovey beats old lovey. Bears are one and two.
0: Okay, all right. I got them on three.
1: Uh, October 2nd, at the Giants.
0: Who are you going? Who are you taking? You go first on this one. I'm taking the Bears. Bears. Two and right. two. it they need to win at some point. Okay, I'll, I'll go with the Bears, too. One and three. Think so.
1: about it. So at two and two, be riding high with the fluce Oh, the flooose. Oh.
0: The fluce is loose
1: people are going to be like holy crap how come I can't they're going to be taunting the uh taunting the giants you hired dable you could have had the fluce yeah what do you think
0: I hope there's going to be a fluce shirt on the point let's exercise
1: the fluce <laughs>
0: uh store yeah the fluce is loose there's your shirt right there
1: right, I can tell you the shirt already okay so the fluce is loose on the on the front on the back going to have hits yeah. but it stands for he is the shit? That's what hit stands for with the flu. He's the shit.
0: That actually makes more sense than the real hit. At, at least at least it lines up as an acronym.
1: Uh, it reminds me of the shirt I wanted to sell, but I just it didn't have a good hookup back in the day with the the Dick Duron, the uh, the the crazy uh, season where they had to walk off wins every week, and I wanted yeah. to. I thought it'd be cool to have a shirt in bare colors it just said I like Dick. I like Dick. I like Dick.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, it's kind of that's reminiscent of we got wood. Yep. Yeah.
1: Week five okay. at the Vikings. Okay. Well, that's a loss. That's a loss. Yes. That's a okay. Loss. All right.
0: So that so you got them two and three. I got them one and four. Yep. Okay.
1: Thursday, October thirteenth on Amazon Prime.
0: Ooh, without Michaels.
1: with orange helmets.
0: Or oh, I do. Li- I like the orange helmets. The I Washington
1: Commanders. Soldier's Field.
0: Okay, well, you go first. Let's alternate. This one's you.
1: Uh, I'm going to win.
0: I'm going to go win with that, too.
1: So, I got them. I've lost track already.
0: I don't even know what the hell. I got two wins. How many games are we at?
1: One, two, three, four, five, six. I got them. Three and three.
0: You got them three, three and three? three and wow. Three. I got them two and
1: four. Okay. Okay, <laughs> then, they, then they get a week off.
0: Oh, I got much, the Bears much in that
1: Much-needed much rest. <laughs> Bears, I got the Bears, Bears in the, the byway. Bye. Good job. Yeah. And then uh, Monday Night Football. Well, not only, how about this, not only do you get Joe and Troy over on Big ESPN already confirmed for the first time ever, the Manning uh, family jamboree is going to do a Bears game.
0: Oh, outstanding.
1: Because they are at New England. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm going to go with New England.
1: Yeah, three one. and th- I, so I, you got them. You I got them. What do you have? I got, one and I got two. No, I two got and two and five.
0: Two and five. I got em three and four. Okay.
1: Uh, Sunday, October thirtieth at Dallas. That's you. Uh, that's a that's a loss. Yeah, that's three and uh, three and five.
0: <laughs> right, two and six.
1: Uh, Sunday, November sixth, home against the Dolphins. I'll
0: go with the, I'll go with the beloved in that oh. one. I'll give it to the I'll, go, I'll give it to the bear in that one.
1: Yeah. I am too. Uh, I I don't see I don't see Tua out dueling Justin Fields. Right. Wow. So I got I got four wins.
0: We got yeah. I got yeah. I got oh, three. Shit, got
1: we're three. we're basically we're in the hunt team. I, got the, far, I got the I got the bears. The bears are in the hunt. Who knew? Absolutely. Uh, Sunday, November thirteenth. Um, it's at home, and this guy, they, these guys are going to fight you. Uh, even if he got uh, three toes and one ass cheek, they're going to kick. They're going to kick your ass. Yeah. Dan Campbell and the Fighting Detroit Lions.
0: Oh my goodness! Well, that's all you. The Bears. Wow, you got him at five wins. What a team! <laughs>
1: five and five. <laughs> Woohoo!
0: I'm going to go with the Bears, too. All right. I got four.
1: All right. Sunday, November 20th, at the team that currently employs Ryan Pace, Phil Emery, and every cast-off Bear ever. The The best was when they cut Kairos Tonga. Yeah. He was, like, the last cut because Armin Watts showed up on waivers and they grabbed him. Yeah. I was like, when did the when did the Falcons sign him? Two days later is when the Falcons signed Kyrus Tonga. That's when they did. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. uh, it's in the yeah. Georgia
1: Dome against the Atlanta Falcons.
0: Yeah, I got a loss
1: there. Yeah, me too. All right. Pace gets his revenge. be strutting around. Like yep. My new team, much better than my old team. Right. All right, so I got them five and six. You got them um, four, and, four seven. and
0: seven. Yep. God, we got six more games to go. Okay.
1: Yeah, this extra extra week is... It's killing me. And actually they didn't have a they didn't have a bye back there. They just had an extra time off because they were playing on Thursday. Because the bye week's ah, still coming up. Okay. Um Sunday, November twenty-seventh. Hey, the Bears aren't ruining uh, Thanksgiving this year. That's good. No, at, that's the, nice. at the New York Jets. They get to play both the Jets and the Giants on the road this year. Ooh, that's exciting. Is this me again?
0: That's you.
1: <sighs> I'm taking the Jets. I don't see the Bears going to going to New York and beating both New York teams. I actually think the Jets are yeah. kind of it's funny, the Jets lost more players on waivers than any other team. And like That's Mike Francesa was going, oh, they can't even evaluate their own roster. It's like, yeah. or how about this? How about the bottom half of the Jets roster is better than a lot of teams' bottom halves? The problem is their top half of the roster is not better than anybody else's team. That's how you get a right. mediocre team, Mike. That's how you do it. But I'm going to take the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets. What is it, 5 and 7? 5 and 7, 4 and 8, yeah. All right, here we go. Here's your upset special. Okay. Think how good this would feel. Sunday, December 4th, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers show up, and he's doing his, I own you, I still own you, and the Bears just give a big foot right up his ass. Oh,
0: we got the Pack coming to town. Let's go with the upset. Let's go, Bears. Yeah, I'm taking the Bears. All right.
1: Screw the Packers.
0: So it's 5 and I got 5, you got 6? Six? 6, okay.
1: 6 and 7. Uh then the buy Bears dominate the buy. Always. Rest up cuz they're home. They got 3 out of 4. So the Ooh, playoff race down here, damn, 3 of 4 are at home. <laughs> okay. For the for my 6 and 7 Bears, they're host they're hosting the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Oh, who you got?
1: I want to take the Bears. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles, I think. I've got too many wins for them already.
0: You got to to take the Eagles, yeah.
1: The next week, pretty confident in this one, in my pick. Maybe not so in the Bears. Christmas Eve. Ooh. It's a home game uh, against the Buffalo Bills.
0: (laughs) I would take the Bills in that (laughs) one.
1: (laughs) probably going Bills there.
0: Uh huh.
1: New Year's Day. They got new, they got Christmas Eve and New Year's Day.
0: Wow, Year's you're Day, up.
1: where else? I know I'm. I would think you're going to be flying back, because you're going to want to spend New Year's Eve in this town. They oh, go to good
0: lord! Oh,
1: play Dan Campbell and the Detroit, who I'm sure will be fighting for the playoffs. we I want to talk about the Lions in a minute after we finish the schedule thing. Yeah. Uh, even despite my, I'm gonna take Detroit at home.
0: Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta agree.
1: And the finale. There we go. Uh, it's a home game mm. against the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh. It's to be determined. They didn't even put the time. They didn't put it at noon because they're like, ooh, this could be for uh, uh, these might. This might be for home field advantage in the NFL between these two teams. So we better keep this open in case we need to flex it to uh, NBC.
0: Yeah, you want to save that game. I'm going to say the home dogs are barking, yeah, I'm gonna and I'm going to go with the Bears. I'm going to take the Bears. Okay,
1: so they don't lose. They don't lose out. They uh, yeah. They go one and three. So that I have the Bears at seven and ten.
0: Okay, I got it. Six six 11. Eleven.
1: So here it is: the over/under for the Bears this year, six and a half.
0: Six and a half, right so there. Yeah, I went Boom. just
1: over, and you went just under.
0: There you go. I like it.
1: No, no even no reason to even uh, play them now. Yeah. You already know what happens.
0: It's automatic.
1: So the the Lions, I don't know if you've been watching Hard Knocks.
0: I, I you know, I have I've got to get caught up on my Hard Knocks.
1: It's been a relatively, it's a, it's been a bit pretty entertaining Hard Knocks. I think a meathead yeah, of Dan Campbell are. is. Yeah. Yeah, the NFL films guys are good. In fact, I was there's thinking good. about this. So there's I I feel like there's a because you watch the team and it's obviously it's tried to be portrayed in the best light possible. I think the hard knocks teams get like a bounce out of it in public opinion. I think so. People yeah, are I like, oh yeah, cool. the lions, I saw them. I know, they're pretty good. And then they come out and they play and you're like, oh God, they're awful.
0: Oh okay, God, they're terrible.
1: Yeah. Uh, I thought of the one time when it didn't happen, when it went the opposite way. I don't know if you remember this is, hard knocks has been on forever. Do you remember yeah. the uh, Dave Campo Cowboys season? Oh yeah, knocks? I do. I and do. you could tell he was so overmatched as a head coach. That everybody yeah. like ran away from the Cowboys. <laughs> like, really? no, they're going to be awful. Yeah. yeah, this guy's a moron.
0: The best season ever. It has still, that, it was the first season with with Baltimore. Yeah, it was still the best ever with Goose, Shannon Sharp. What? Yeah. It was a great season.
1: You have that great um, when they had to do the rookie talent show, and I don't know who the guy oh. was. He did the spot on imitation of Shannon Sharp. It was it fed. Was, yeah,
0: and you even <laughs> you have the iconic.
1: It. You know, it, it'll never. The season yeah, will the never Gilded. start better yeah then with uh Brian Billick in a hammock reading a Rick Patino book.
0: <laughs> it's perfect. perfect.
1: He'll never start any better than that.
0: yeah, that was
1: great. So if you're the uh I think people are like, oh, I think the lions might be pretty good. Yeah, Jared yeah. Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff really looks sharp this year. I so he's still yeah. Jared Goff. they're still perfect. whatever now they might have the better of the uh, of the St Brown boys Amon Ra over Equiminius or as. As uh, Jim Miller calls him, Aquanimous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that biscuit state education equanimous. paying off. Yeah.
1: and he said equanimous. it so confidently. Oh, that's a, that's the first catch of the preseason for Aquanimous. It's like, eh, let's try that again. Try it again, Jim. Now their dad, um, former Mister Universe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And you have seen him a few times on Hard Knocks. He has a jersey. Did you see his jersey that he was wearing?
0: I only saw the first episode of Hard Knocks, so no, I missed it.
1: So I think it's in the second episode. He's got, um, it's, it's weird. It's, you see a lot of times they wear like the half, you know, they, they yeah, stitch yeah, two yeah. jerseys together. And yeah. usually they go right down the middle, right? And so you expect it'll be half lions, half bears. The way right. his went was the sleeves were <laughs> the lions, but the torso was the bears. Wow. And I don't know what the back was because you never saw him. He was sitting in the stands. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, oh, that is, that's awful. Nobody's gonna tell him nice. because he beat the shit out of you, but um right. it was bad. So the other big news we got today um, was on Thursday. The mm-hmm. Bears are gonna do a little dog and pony show at uh high school. Mm-hmm. Where they're gonna show off their plans of uh, of of if they if they decide. If. If if the sale goes through and if they decide they're gonna build a stadium in Arlington Heights. Mm hmm. Here's what it might look like. Well today yeah, bears, we got
0: an open the bears released their open letter. Yeah. Which is I read as pretty much a fuck around and find out with us letter.
1: Well, I it's clearly a this is happening, and you everybody better just get ready. But to yeah. me it was almost like so the literally it had a lot of ifs and the ifs were italicized. That was crazy. And it cracked yeah. down.
0: Yeah. I gregged me up too. Yeah, it's almost like if, they, they showed to to if, it to like yeah.
1: George, and he's like, oh, "We need to make the ifs stand out more."
0: Maybe if we put like italicized the ifs, because well, uh, okay, I don't know. George, what if we don't
1: do this? What if we of, can't? What of, if we can't get the financing? It's like you're not buying a Dodge, George. I think I think the financing is yeah. pretty much already set up. Your I mean, your franchise is worth five point eight billion dollars without a stadium.
0: Yeah, I think you, don't you can own get stadium. the a Yeah,
1: you're going to get the money because your franchise is going to be worth like eight billion dollars when you're done building this thing
0: i think it's going to kind of make us look juvenile if we do that but if you want we'll like tell us if that's fine
1: so the ifs i enjoyed i also enjoyed the fact that they put out some renderings and did you see a stadium in those renderings anywhere
0: i saw a lot of shopping malls so that was exciting a lot of restaurants things of that nature
1: And then uh, they did describe the stadium, the invisible stadium they're going to build. Maybe it's going to be like a Wonder Woman jet thing, and stadiums is going to be, be invisible. Cool. And then yeah. you can stand behind it and you can still see the skyline if you squint and if it's a clear day and you jump up in the air. Um,
0: by the way, can we just say the, the, it's so stupid? The, whatever the final design, it's going to be it's going to change six trillion times. This design, yes. it's moronic for them to say, "Oh, here's what it's going to look like." No, it's not. This is your first draft of 700 to come.
1: But they, uh, in the description of the stadium, they refer to it as an enclosed stadium.
0: Yes. Bears Twitter went nuts with what They're
1: they're so cheap, they're not even going to put a retractable roof on it, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, first of all, enclosed, does enclosed mean it can't have a retractable roof? Of course not. Like, my garage is enclosed when the door is down. Yeah, right. And then when I can hit a button and it opens, and it's not enclosed her- anymore, because I need to get you- the fucking car out of it.
0: You have a retractable door on your garage, Mr. It's fancy fancy.
1: It is, It okay. is fancy. And yeah. I don't even have to like pull it up. But there's a button, and it just automatically yeah. does it. It squeals yeah. a and lot. Way, probably, a I probably should lube that.
0: By the way, even assuming the worst case, which meaning it's only enclosed, is that really the worst thing? It's Chicago. The weather's not exactly good.
1: So I, I got to thinking about the uh, uh, the the retractable roofs cost a lot of money. Yes, they really do. It's somebody estimated it probably is a it's probably having one or not having one is probably a half a billion dollar idea. Now, is SoFi Stadium down there in uh, L.A. where you are and mm-hmm. you've been to? Yes, I have. Is that a retractable roof, or is that no. roof all was on? Okay.
0: Well, it's it, but it, it it's got. First of all, it never rains or snows right. here in L.A. But it's got, but it's still it's designed in a way that it still protects you from the elements if the elements were ever to arrive, which they
1: are not. But the, but there's a lid on it, right?
0: There's a lid on it. And yeah, it doesn't open, and it's open on the right. It's open okay. on the. I might open a little. I don't know, but it's it's mainly like the sides are open. Yeah.
1: So that's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I was getting at was. Yeah. Um, I know one of the reasons the. The Vikings built U.S. Bank Stadium I don't know how long ago. It's less than 10 years old, I think. Yeah. Maybe it's 10 years old. That's right. And they got a lot of crap because they it has a roof. It doesn't open. <laughs> but what about the six nice days that we have a year? Maybe two of, <laughs> one of them might even be a football Saturday, Right. Or football Sunday. And basically what they said was, I don't know if you've noticed, but it snows a lot here. In fact, our old stadium collapsed because it yeah, snows the roof a lot.
0: Yeah, collapsed, right.
1: And they basically said... To put a retractable roof over a football stadium, where it has to be able to, you know, you want to open it and open up the whole field, um, the amount of extra structure you have to put in place, A, is expensive, but B, even when it's open, there's shit up there. People mm-hmm. are going to be like, it's not even open. I can see there's support up there, whatever. Basically, their thing was, let's put the roof on it, and let's put a lot of windows in this thing, which the birds love. They, birds, Thousands of birds smack into that stadium every day. Right, right. Um and I don't know how much it opens on the sides or the or the ends but when you watch a Viking day game on TV it you can actually see the sun like on the field it's kind of nice Oh
0: yeah sure yeah it's very nice yeah
1: Uh at Miller Park um which I was trying to figure out I think because that's farther north than uh, Rogers Center, the old sky dome I think that I think Miller Park is the farthest north Retractable roof anything. Hmm. Yeah. They tend, to makes be, sense. they tend to be more southerly. And that's right. for baseball. And all winter, they just close it up. And then it doesn't, it doesn't, the roof works most of the time, but doesn't. But when you're in Miller Park, and I've been there for plenty of games, um, on a nice day, you feel much more of an effect if they have the doors open on the back of the stadium than you mm-hmm. do when they have the roof open.
0: Because you get a much better breeze and.
1: In fact, um, at times when, um, for like, if it's really windy or whatever, sometimes they'll leave the roof open, but they'll close the windows in the back. Mm. And it gets hot as fuck in there, even with the the roof open. So if the bears decide, you know what, we're not going to put a roof on this thing, as long as they, I'd like to see them somewhat emulate the kind of translucent uh, roof that SoFi has on where you get a lot of natural light. Yeah, but just be able to open the sides and the back, so that on a nice day you get a breeze and birds can fly through and run and smack into things. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I don't really care if the roof opens and closes. It's that's a that's a novelty. It's like somebody's gonna give you a really nice car and you're like, oh, does it have a sunroof? It doesn't. Oh, I don't right. want you're it right. then. No, I got. I need right. bare weather in my car. when When it snows, I like to open. I like to open the sunroof and drive around. Yeah, when it's snowing right. just because I live near Chicago, and then that makes me feel like a man. Yeah, uh, I never understood the whole. I mean, it made. I guess it makes sense to me that people embrace bare weather when you don't have any choice. Yeah, like if exactly. You're going to go to the game, and it's going to suck. You want to act like it's somehow helping your team win. I'm sitting here yeah. suffering, but this is good because it helps my yeah. team win. And. It, the uh, the 49ers uh, yeah. they proved that wrong when they rolled in for an nfc championship game and it was yeah. like 15 right and they just beat the shit out of the bears beat the shit out of it
0: right yeah we know that's what people say right that's say, really, oh la you don't have any seasons oh uh, really <laughs> good yeah
1: i don't i you know i don't
0: who the fuck wants january in chicago Nobody. It's 75 and sunny here. I'll take that. Thank I you. I
1: mean, if I'm going to go to a game, I want to actually enjoy myself, and I'd like to be comfortable.
0: Yeah, You don't want your frozen snot dripping onto your stocking cap.
1: How come nobody bitches that the Bulls play in a arena that has a roof on it?
0: See, don't they should. We want, don't
1: we want Bulls weather? Yeah. Like all winter. We, this? We need you know, the Lakers Bulls. come to town, and it's yeah. 15 below, and there's a foot of snow on the court. You don't think the Bulls would have an advantage? Of course they would.
0: Right, it would work for the Blackhawks because they don't have to, you know, then the whole stadium is always freezing. Perfect. Think how much
1: money they'd save by not having to, you know, I mean, the ice would make itself. It's just so dumb. So I just, I don't get that.
0: They're not going to spend, you know, five billion dollars on a stadium or whatever and have it not. uh, Excuse my emergency alert going on.
1: Is that going to turn your power off?
0: (laughs) That's what it is. It's a power alert, yeah. Uh Uh-oh. There you go. Conserve energy now. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. Puseri, are you podcasting? Let me me just... You're taking the the grid down.
0: Let me text Gavin real quick. (laughs) Gavin.
1: We got about 10 more minutes. Everything will be fine. Remember,
0: I'm the guy who told you about Kimberly back in the day, so get (laughs) off my ass.
1: (laughs) Now, I say this, and I was... It's funny. I paid just as much attention to the stadium stuff as anybody. And... What will change for me if when the Bears move to Arlington Heights is they will be closer to where I live than they were before and I still will watch the games from my uh, recliner because That's me because yeah. football is a great televised sport
0: such a great televised sport
1: and NFL Sundays are a lot of fun to sit here and watch I have the I got two TVs I fire the other one up on the Red Zone channel I keep tabs on everything yeah uh, I don't need to go sorry no but yeah. I want the Bears to play in a nicer um, stadium.
0: Because you might go once every couple of years. You want to go have a nice experience.
1: Do you think they're going to do the bullshit thing where they're like, okay, uh, we got to play on grass. Not playing on any turf. We're going to oh. play on grass, so we gotta, we got to build the thing where we can pull the – got a roof on it, but we can pull the field out and we can set it in the parking lot and let it get rained on.
0: You I mean, know, I'm sure that'll be a big point of discussion and then they won't do it.
1: I hope not. It's just like just yeah. you guys have Especially had you, you guys have played on a shitty field forever. You went from they haven't played it's on a decent field. field since they left Wrigley. They right. moved into Soldier Field and they had the world's hardest astroturf.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That field then, that the eighty five bears played on was like concrete. Yep. It was horrible.
1: Then they switched to uh to grass and they've never been able to successfully grow it. Does it never. comfort you that uh Yesterday, they tore the entire field up and they planted Bermuda grass. Not in plant Bermuda grass. They laid down Bermuda grass sod. Like, (laughs) did you guys, did the game sneak up on you?
0: Yeah. Was that Sunday?
1: We probably should put the grass down.
0: Have we been playing outside? Is this our first year playing outside?
1: (laughs) It's like, uh, guys, could you have done that maybe a couple of weeks ago? No? Yeah. Okay, good. (sighs) So that'll be fun. The so guys will be running around. Big tire rolls of sod will be coming up under players. Yeah. Oh, oh,
0: that's great. <laughs> wonderful.
1: It is funny though, apparently the the Bears have been pushing for the for the switch from Kentucky bluegrass.
0: Kentucky bluegrass, as we all know who are Kettlechet fans.
1: So. <laughs> 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 it's something something Kentucky Bluegrass since Mia like <laughs> the beauty of this stuff, you can play thirty six holes on it, and then you, now you could just get stoned to the Jesus belt on this thing.
0: Jesus belt in stuff.
1: So the Bears, for the last few years, have been pushing for this special blend of Bermuda grass, which um, pr- apparently somehow grows and thrives in northern climates. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, Park District had like always grow. said, "No, nah, we're not doing that." Until now, with the Bears with one oh. foot out the door.
0: Or oh, you're gonna move? Well, now we're we'll <laughs> they like, okay,
1: yeah. Well, we we get you that uh, we get you that grass you like, huh? You get a George, of grass. what do you think? Maybe that's actually this is probably what happened. So the, they told George we're gonna plant the Bermuda grass, and George is like, all right, all right, we gotta italicize all the ifs. <laughs> they're making a pretty strong they're making a pretty strong move over here. We might yeah. want to stay. Uh, we would also be remiss if we didn't uh, mention that uh, Ted Phillips. This is his final season as the president of the Bears. He's going to retire. Yes. yes. I thought that the timing was a little strange, given that he's pretty much only around now to to shepherd the stadium plan. And you're like, oh, that seems like odd timing. And then George says, well, maybe Ted will stick around as a consultant. Of yeah, course right. he will stick around as a consultant. He doesn't have to actually work, and you'll still be paying him. That's genius. Yeah, right.
0: Which, is that all that different than the last – you know, I'd rather pay him to not yeah. work
1: than pay. We've we've seen what happens when they pay him to work. I'd rather pay him yeah. to not work. Right, right, right. Um, but I enjoyed. He was saying that um, his asking what his proudest accomplishment was as president, and he said it was the current, the renovations of Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: okay. <laughs> right. He didn't point to all the Super Bowl championships under his tenure. He didn't point to that.
1: <sighs> what was it? They've since he's been president. That was uh Mike got ousted uh because of the uh Dave McGinnis fiasco.
0: Fiasco, yeah.
1: So that's one playoff series under Dick Duran.
0: Yeah, somebody um, had that on Twitter. Wasn't it was in like five presidents and three playoff games or something? What was it?
1: Lovey, they made the playoffs not as much mon- not as many times as you think under Lovey. Three times? I think just yeah. three times.
0: Or through playoff wins, maybe it was never played was
1: a they, under Lovey. They never actually under Geron and Lovey, they didn't play a uh, or nay. No, they didn't play a road playoff game. Yeah, it's just this weird thing where they just. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the Cubs uh, pre Theo, right. where the playoff seasons were like completely unexpected. Right, all of a sudden they'd have one really good year. Well, that was the Bears. They'd win the division, they'd get a home playoff game, they'd lose it. And then they would not be heard from again for another, um, you know. Right. Yeah, but Ted, who got completely pantsed by Mayor Daly, yeah. Because the uh, they you know, made a good point about the plans. And the, they're going to unveil these plans of the stadium. And the stadium's not going to look anything like it. The original plans for Soldier Field, for the renovations, were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They basically were tearing everything down except for the columns. And they were just going to start over. Because it's like, you know. And then, they should have and then they're yeah. like, oh, no, we can't do that. We're going to do this and this. How about, it? Hey, what, would, what would you think about uh, if it looks like a spaceship crashed into the lakefront? Is that what? That Perfect. Would be and, Let's but still, that. the columns. Because they had to keep the columns because at the time, Soldier Field was the only monument to like. uh, the soldiers of World War One. One, right. Now there's right. also one uh, on the mall in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was something about the, they were going to, like, make the columns bigger. And uh, this hysterical <laughs> society said, "You can't do that. You can't mess with them." And they're like, well, it's going to look really tiny. Like, no, no, you can't yeah. mess with them, and it does. It right. looks. You walk by, and you're like, oh, "What? What happened there? Why? Yeah. Why does that look like that?" Right. It's a monstrosity.
0: <sighs> so that means, by the way, forty percent of the search committee is now gone.
1: Yeah, because uh, soup.
0: Soup. The group got Campbell. launched
1: as soon as Ryan Poles could fire him. He was like, all right, no no soup no soup for us.
0: Thanks for the job, Soup, but you're out of here. And now Sweaty Teddy.
1: Sweaty Teddy. Well, Sweaty saw that. Um, what a sweet deal Bill Pullian got for being a consultant. And he's like, I want some of that. Yeah, guy. That's right. what I want. So What's that Bill
0: Pullian gig. Yeah. And
1: he's talking to George. George's like, it's, Ted, I don't think any other team would ever hire you to be a consultant. He's like, well, what about the Bears?
0: What about you, George?
1: George's like, oh, now we're on to something.
0: Your incompetence
1: Ooh. is valued here, and we don't want to <laughs> lose it.
0: We do not want to lose. We don't know how we're going to fill confidence. the void.
1: It was also funny that people were like, "Ooh, the Bears are going to hire a team president. It's going to be a coveted job, and um, maybe they'll hire Trace Armstrong." <laughs> it's like, could you guys? Yep. Does it have to be somebody with direct Bear connections? It's like maybe just could you maybe go out and find a guy you think can actually like run your organization. Instead right, of right, right. We traded uh, we traded him for Ottawali Agunlier once. That turned out good. So, God, yeah. just knock it off. Yeah. Um Alright, so the um, spread is seven. Bears mm. Bears Niners. Bears. I don't have to tell you who's favored.
0: Uh, it, would, it would not that's, be that's the, not bears. the bears.
1: No. Seven's a pretty steep. On the at a home game, seven is pretty
0: steep. Pretty steep. I don't know. And of course,
1: remember if you bet, if the Bears get a, you can bet on the Bears, and if they get a ten-point lead at any time, then you're going to.
0: Any time, any time during those sixty minutes.
1: Say, um, what if Dante Pettis runs the opening? Oh, Vellis Jones runs the kickoff back for a touchdown. Right. Trey Lance fumbles. Cairo kicks a field goal. Two minutes in the game, you're up ten nothing. Bears lose sixty-one to ten. You still win.
0: about this what if they're like the iowa football team they get five safeties in a row i
1: think the best part of that for me was i looked up i saw the score was five to three and it made me laugh and then about 20 minutes later i looked up and it was seven to three and i'm like holy shit they got another safety
0: they're unbelievable we're just amazing oh god yeah um yeah, the, the 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 Niners are covering
1: this easily. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Will it be another Robbie Gold revenge game? Are we still doing Robbie Gold revenge? I mean, it's Why been not? A long Let's do it. time, right? Let's and do it. and yeah. none of the guys who cut him are there. They've been gone for quite a while. Remember, mm. uh, before the Bears got Cairo, there was the whole um, the Bears were trying to bring Robbie back, and Robbie was yes. like basically telling the Niners that he didn't want to kick for the Niners anymore. He wanted to go back to the Bears. Mm-hmm. So I think he doesn't get to play. The, he begged, to, he begged the team he's on to release him, so he could go back and play for the Bears. If right. anything, he should be having revenge against his own team, not the Bears anymore.
0: That would be interesting. What if, what if he lined up to kick field goals for the Bears? So that would be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he runs out. Cairo's getting lined up. Robbie's shoving him.
0: <laughs> I, I want to kick this out one. Here. like you're not even, you don't even one. play for this
1: team. I'm Robbie. Go. All right. Fine. Do it. Again. I'm Robbie. Gold. I'm the greatest kicker in Bear history. Yeah. Huh? Cairo's like, well, not so fast.
0: See, another... Yeah, right. But that would be fun, though. See, that's what we want. We just want some fun. We just want some entertainment. We're not going to win a lot that. of games.
1: We just want fun. Do
0: well, something Well, here's what fun. they do.
1: I like this idea. I think this. we have on to something here. If the Bears go to kick a field goal, they have to declare to the officials, we're going to kick a field goal. Uh, Trenton Gill, the new punter holder, comes out, and he gets set up. Okay. And then you have lined up on their sidelines... Robbie on the Niners sidelines, Cairo on the Bears sidelines. Ref blows a whistle, they run onto Ooh, the field. I like it. The ball is snapped, held down. The first one to get there gets to kick it.
0: Oh, perfect. I love this. This is great call. And the points all man. count for the Bears. No matter what. I no love it. even if Robbie makes that. it. Let's do uh, that. Points let's all let's count just for
1: do that. The Bears. Actually, how about this? Actually, I have a better idea. It's that way for all the kicks on either team and whoever whatever kicker gets there first that's the team that gets the points so so you got the Niners lined up to kick the game winning field goal but Cairo gets out there first (laughs) he kicks it and the Bears win instead
0: right 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 right. oh
1: man that would be so much more exciting than what we get and I think Cairo is sneaky fast I think the Bears would have an edge Robbie's old
0: Robbie's old Cairo's got some wheels on him
1: he's tiny deceptively small (laughs) for a kicker right
0: (laughs) <laughs> i like it i like it
1: all right i'm gonna call uh i'm gonna call roger hey you were in a commercial with him you probably have his i'll mom. get him out.
0: i'll get you know what i i don't anymore but i think gavin can get it to me yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll text right. gavin Good. and we'll, we'll get it that way
1: all right so uh after the after the rolling blackout
0: after the right see we made gavin. it through the whole rolling blackouts all through southern california but not on this podcast no. No, they
1: now they you know they know the, they know
0: say, you know who's the man
1: <laughs> they shut down uh, production on season two of Game of Thrones. Uh, but Absolutely. The, but, but season three of the football podcast on Pointless Exercise, they don't mess with that.
0: Use the code pointless for your rolling blackouts. Pointless. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Week one coming up.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, next week we will uh, we'll break down the, the stunning Bears upset and get ready for uh, it'll be Packer week.
0: Oh, right away. Packers yeah. right into it. One week to get settled, and here we go to Packer Week.
1: All right. Well, thanks, Mike.
0: Uh, All right. Thank you. Many of us have herpes.
1: I just wanted to be over.